Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. We are humans in this flesh body and we are humans and we have hormones. Amen. And this world is full of temptation. This world is full of pleasure. So we got to understand that we are still human, but we got to guard our hearts. Amen. Somebody say guard your heart. We have to guard our heart above all else before it determines the course of your life. Don't let your heart guide you and lead you down the path that's not of God. I don't know who this is for tonight. Don't let your heart deceive you from someone that's doing you wrong, that's mistreating you, that's hurting you, that's beating you, that's, that's harming you, that's disrespecting you and talking foul on your name and not building you up. That's not of God. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Kingdom Rock Network. I am super excited. My name is Shekana Elder, and we're back again with another lesson. All right, so I have a little treat for y'all. We're going to get ready to start this new series, and this series is called Take the Shackles Off. When I tell y'all I am extremely excited about this lesson, this series, I know it's going to bless you as much as it has blessed me. So the goal of this series, in this series, you will realize how critical it is for one to let go to forgive and to heal. The longer you hold on, the longer you'll hold yourself hostage. It's time to set yourself free. Amen. All right, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Our theme scripture for this lesson, for the, excuse me, for this series is going to be Proverbs 4 and 23, reading from the New Living Translation. And it reads, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Amen? That's our theme scripture. All right, so y'all hungry? Because I know I am. Well, let's go ahead and dig right in. All right, so many of you that are watching here today have been hurt. Whether it happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when you were a little boy, when you were a little girl. It may have happened last month, even last night. Many of you have been hurt. And I want you to understand that being hurt, it hurts. Being hurt, it hurts. I don't care how tough you are, how slow you are, how manly you are, or how hardcore you may be. Being hurt, it hurts. If you're walking down a hill and I was to push you and you twist your ankle, you can't tell me that didn't hurt. Being hurt, it hurts. Amen. And so we're just going to understand how to get through these things, how to get ourselves free and shake the shackles off. Thank you, Lord. So rather it is someone calling you out of your name, rather it was a toxic marriage and an ended in divorce, whether it's a co-worker stepping on you so that they can shine. Whether it's a loved one that passed away, someone you cared about, they passed away. Or if a friend was to turn their back on you. Or let's say a person, they, they touched you, they violated you, they put their hands on you without your permission. Or even maybe, let's say that you were pregnant and you found out later that you had a miscarriage. I want you to understand that hurt, it hurts. Rather, rather you're young, you're old, you're, you're black, you're white, you're whatever culture you may be, whatever race you may be, being hurts, it hurts. It's one thing we have in common. Our hurt, it hurts. Amen? All right, but I want you to understand that just as much as hurt hurts, staying hurt leads to more damage. Staying hurt, it leads to more damage. And some of you are probably thinking, okay, I, I don't get what you're saying. So let me just give you a natural example here. I want you to think of a person that has been stabbed. They've been stabbed and they've been stabbed and they've been stabbed left, right, in their stomach, in their chest, in their arms. They've been stabbed all over their body. They have deep wounds. They're in bad condition and they're pouring blood. I want you to imagine the EMS gets to them and say, hmm, 
I think what I'll do to help them out, I'm gonna put some band-aids where they, I'm gonna put a band-aid where he's been cut right there, I'm gonna put a band-aid where she's been stabbed right there. Let's just apply band-aids. Do you think a band-aid is gonna heal that wound? Do you feel like a band-aid is really gonna protect them, it's really gonna get them the healing that they really need? It sounds kind of silly. Well, in the same aspect, I want you to understand that this is what some of us do in our lives. People stab us, people that hurt us, they cause trauma in our lives when we were a little boy, when we were a little girl, and we have all these stabs within us. And let me tell you one thing about, about wounds. The same person that we just described in the example that's been stabbed, if they just apply Band-Aids only, eventually those wounds will become infected. And when infected, and when infection spreads, we have a whole nother game to play. Amen? So I want you to understand that likewise, in our lives, some of us do this. We've been hurt by people, hurt by our mom, hurt by our dad, hurt by our boyfriend, hurt by our wife, our husband, our best friend. And we have all this trauma and pain. And what we do is we cover it up. We put it under the rug. We keep it in the family. We don't speak up about it. And so we have all this trauma going on, this pain going on, and we just put band-aids where there's wounds. And eventually those things, that, that, that unforgiveness, that bitterness, that pain, that hurt, that trauma, it just rolls all in your body, and you're not fully who you are. You're bound. But in this season, we're going to shake these shackles off and get ourselves free. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. It's so unhealthy and it's so dangerous for us to live like that. God wants you to be free. God wants you to let go. And that's what we're going to understand in this series. All right, so let's go ahead and get right into it. I have a few points that I want to cover for you tonight. The first point I want to cover is reveal what's concealed. The word reveals, it means to expose. The word conceal, it means to cover. So I want you to understand that it may be covered up, but underneath that cover, that does not mean activity is not going on. You may not see it, but just because it's covered up don't mean that activity is not going on. So I want you to understand with this point, we have to reveal what we have been concealing. The secrets you never told that we need to tell somebody because it was hurting us. God is saying it's time to reveal those things. So it's going to lead to my first scripture tonight. 1 John 1.19, I'm reading for the New King James, excuse me, the New King James Version. And it reads, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, I have a few, parts, a few points in the scripture that I want to point out, I want to highlight. The first part where it says, if, somebody say if, if, if we confess our sins, the word confess, it means to admit, to acknowledge. The word if, it means if you're willing, being willing. So if you decide to open your mouth and speak about it and confess our sins, and it says confess our sins to Jesus, you don't have to go up all your business on the street and say, hey, I got to tell you what I did. I got to tell you what he did. I got to tell you all the pain I'm going through. God says we can go to him. You ain't got to go and put it all and blast it. You can go to Jesus. If we confess our sins to him, and you're probably wondering, sins, unforgiveness and bitterness, and they hurt me, that's not a sin. Well, let me tell you something. A sin is anything that is unrighteous and doesn't please God. Anything that's unrighteous and it doesn't please God. So sometimes people think of the word sin, they think, well, they think murder, or they think, oh, she stole, or these, 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 big, these big things that are always highlighted. But I want you to understand that all sin is sin. God does not care how big you may try to compare it. All sin is sin. And just like murder and just like stealing is, is sinful, I want you to understand that anger, hurt, unforgiveness, hanging on to these things, I'm not going to talk to her ever again, I'm never going to speak to him again. That's bitterness, and that's the sin to hold on to that thing. I want you to understand that tonight. That's all sin. And God has said we got to release those things and give it to him. Another part of the scripture says, Jesus is faithful and just to forgive. 
For those that have been hurt, or even the ones that did the hurting, God is faithful and just, and he will forgive you. Amen? But the question is, are you willing to admit to Jesus? Are you willing to go to Jesus and say, you know what, God, I, I got to let you know what's going on. And some of you are probably asking, let me ask the question for you. Well, I hear people say all the time, God already knows. God knows about it, baby. God knows what's going on. And you're probably asking, well, if God already, know, if God already knows, then why do I have to go confess to him? He knows everything. Well, that's going to lead to my next scripture, why we need to confess to Jesus. Matthew 12, 37, and it reads, the words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. The word acquit, it means to be free from. The word condemn, it means to punish. So when you hear acquit, I want you to think of freeing yourself. When you hear the word condemn, I want you to think of guilt. So you have a choice here. You can either use your words to free you or you can use your words to keep you bound. The scripture tells us the words that you say, not because your pastor said it, not because your mama said it, not because your, your fiance, your husband, your wife said it, not because your best friend said it. You have to open up your mouth and say it. We got to speak it out so that it will come out. Because the scripture tells us the words you say will either free you or condemn you. So I want you to understand that, yes, God knows, but God, he needs your confession. He needs you to acknowledge that you have issues. He needs you to go to him and say, God, you know what? God, I'm hurting. God, I'm in pain. God, I, God I'm angry. God, I'm frustrated. God, I, God, I have a lust problem. God, I, I have an addiction. God, help me. He wants you to go to him because he is the doctor. He is the healer. He is the one that you need that can heal you and take away all that hurt, all that anger, all that unforgiveness that's in you. Amen? So you have to go, go to Jesus and confess it. Go to Jesus and talk about it. Amen? All right, so another scripture with this point I want to cover tonight is Proverbs 4 and 23, reading from the New Living Translation, and it reads, guard your hearts above all else, for it determines the course of your life, which is also our theme scripture. We're going to cover this a little bit tonight. This scripture says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Now, I want you to understand something, that the heart is very essential, it's very important, it's very critical that we guard our heart. And the scripture tells us to guard your heart above all else. The word guard, it means to protect, to watch over. And I want you to understand the reason why the scripture tells us to guard our heart above all else is because one, it tells us your heart determines the course of your life. If one is not careful, they will follow what their heart tells them. Your heart can deceive you. Let me just ask you this question for those watching. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone when you were a little young-minded, you weren't as mature as you are now, and you just thought that he was the one, oh, she is the one, oh, I love him, I love her, I know they are the one, and you were young and you were in an immature state, and you couldn't see that that person was really a counterfeit. You, you couldn't see that that person really didn't mean you any good. You, you couldn't see it because you were following your heart. Oh, he's so handsome. Oh, she's so pretty. She's, she's the love of my life. But really, they're not. You can't see it. And so you begin to follow your heart. And your heart can lead you and have you in misery for years. There's some people, there's some people on here watching today. You've been married or you've been in a relationship for so many years, and, and it's not really the will of God, but you're following your heart. 
And it's determined the course of your life. So you're in this relationship where he's, he's hitting you. You're in this relationship where she's disrespecting you and talking you down. And they're really hurting you. They're harming you. But you're following your heart and you're wasting time the course of your life. And you're not understanding that this is not what I'm supposed to be in because you're following your heart. Our heart can deceive us. There's a scripture in the Bible that tells us that your heart is deceitful. The heart is deceitful. It can, it can have you doing things and, and going places and having conversations and doing things you have no business doing. I want you to understand that we are humans on this earth. We are humans in this flesh body, and we are humans, and we have hormones. Amen? And this world is full of temptation. This world is full of pleasure. So we've got to understand that we are still human, but we've got to guard our hearts. Amen? Somebody say, guard your heart. We have to guard our heart above all else before it determines the course of your life. Don't let your heart guide you and lead you down the paths that's not of God. I don't know who this is for tonight. Don't let your heart deceive you from someone that's doing you wrong, that's mistreating you, that's hurting you, that's beating you, that's, that's harming you, that's disrespecting you and talking foul on your name and not building you up. That's not of God. You got to let that stuff go and stop allowing your heart to waste time for you. Don't allow your heart to be deceitful. We got to get our heart cleansed and clean and purified by the blood of Jesus. We got to let it go and shake those shackles off. Amen. All right, so let's go ahead and continue. Like the scripture says, we have to guard our heart above all else, for it determines the course of our lives. It determines the course of our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Another point I want to cover tonight is that's too heavy to hold. That's too heavy to hold. I want you to understand that Jesus wants you to be free. It's not his will for you to walk around and, and hold on to this trauma where my uncle did this and my auntie did this. Now, I know that I'm 40 years old now, but that memory's still in my mind from, from three years ago. And, and it's hurting me. It's affecting me. That is not healthy, and God does not want it. That's not his will for you to hang on to that stuff. Because as long as you hang on to it, that stuff, whether you know it or not, it's really affecting you. And I want you to understand one thing tonight, that with unforgiveness and with bitterness, unforgiveness, when you hold those things in, all you're doing is holding yourself hostage. All you're doing is holding yourself hostage. The other person is out there doing their own thing. I mean, he may be over it. It may have been just a one-night stand. And he may be over it. But if you ain't hang on to the unforgiveness, you may hate him while he's living his life. and He's been past. It was a one-night stand for him. But you're still holding on to it. And that could hurt you. Unforgiveness hurts you more than the other person. I want you to understand that. Unforgiveness is a, is a, is a thank you, Lord. Unforgiveness is an inside job. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Excuse me. Forgiveness is an inside job. Unforgiveness will hold you bound and will keep you hostage. Forgiveness is an inside job. Forgiveness is for me. Somebody say, forgiveness is for me. Forgiveness is for you, those watching. Forgiveness is for you. You got to let that stuff go. You got to let go of what he did. You got to let go of what she did. You got to let it go because that is too heavy to hold, which is going to lead to one of my scriptures tonight. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 10. And it reads, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, lions looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him. And be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, 
support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. Now, this is a beautiful scripture. I just want to highlight a few points. Right here, verses 7 and 8, it says, to give our worries and cares to Jesus. So let me explain to you what a care is. A care is something that's bothering you. Sometimes people think that a care is, you know, it's a little, a little worry. No, a care, a worry is something that's really bothering you. It's really eating at you. You never talked about it, but it's really bothering you that when, when I see her, when I, when I see him, when I go to these family reunions, I remember what he did. And when I see him, I just, it's just balling up inside of you. That is unhealthy. That is ungodlike. God wants you to give that thing over and free yourself. So again, somebody say forgiveness is for me. Forgiveness is for me. Forgiveness is for you. Free yourself up. Amen. Cast your cares to God. Like I said earlier, you don't have to go out in the street and pog your business out there. It says, cast your care unto God. Give your cares and your worries, whatever's on your mind, whatever she may have did, whatever your uncle may have did, your auntie may have did, your best friend may have did, whatever your coworker may have did, whatever he may have did, she may have did. God is saying, cast it over and give it to me. And I want you to understand something about the word cast. The word cast, it means to, to throw. So God is saying, you don't got to go to me all passive and, oh, here you go, Jesus. Here, here you go, God. God is saying, cast that care to me. Cast means to throw. So that same frustration you have bottled up when he did this and when she did that, God is saying, cast that care. Throw it. Get rid of it. Don't take it and, and, and gently set it there. God is saying, I know you're frustrated. I know you're hurting. I know you're angry. So cast that care to me. Give it all over to me, your father. Give it all over to me, the king of kings. Give it all over to me, your healer. Give it all over to me, your provider. Give it all over to me, the light. Give it all over to me, the source of life. Give it all over to me. Give it all over to Jesus. Cast that care to Jesus today. I don't know who this is for tonight, but I want you to understand. It's not good to hold these things, hold on to these things. God is saying, free yourself. Free yourself. Let it go. Somebody say, let it go. Let it go. We cannot go on. Some of you are getting ready to get in your, your, your years or you're thriving and, and you're getting ready to be, you know, reach certain levels and get on certain things and do, go certain places, but you're hindering yourself and holding yourself back from getting there. You have so much potential in you, but you can't get there because you're holding yourself hostage. Oh, I'm scared of, of, of going in front of people. I can't talk in front of people. I remember my mama said that I would never be anybody good and I'll be like my daddy who was no good. And so you're holding yourself back. God is saying, let that stuff go and shake the shackles off. Free yourself so that you can get to where God wants you to go. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Another part of the scripture that I want to briefly cover is verses 9 and 10, which is I love so much. Verses 9 and 10, it tells us, that you are not alone. For those that are believers, those that, that follow Christ, it says that you are not alone. Believers, me, those watching, those that love Jesus, that follow Christ, we are all in the same struggle. This scripture tells us they are struggling too. It may not be the exact same type of struggle, but I want you to understand that we all are struggling as well. But God says that he will come and restore us. Like it says in the scripture, he will come and support us. He will come and strengthen us and he will place us on a firm foundation. He will place us on a firm foundation. Amen? So I want to encourage you tonight that you're not alone. You're not the only person dealing with it. There's somebody else out here that has the same problem, the same hurt, the same pain as you. You're not by yourself. It's time for you to release that pain. It's time for you to release that hurt, release that trauma, and free yourself. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Another scripture with this point I also want to cover tonight is Hebrews 12 and 1. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. 
And it reads, Therefore, since we are surrounded by a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. The part I want to point out right here where it says, let us strip off. Now, I'm pretty sure y'all know what it means to strip. It says, let us strip off. It means to take it off. Take, take them chains off. Take that pressure off. Take that pain off. Let those things go and set it aside. As long as I have things on my shoulder, as long as I have this weight, as long as I have this, this memory in my mind, what he did and what she said and how he hurt me, what my uncle did, what my mother did, what my father did, what they said to bash me. As long as I have this on me, I want you to understand that that's a weight on you. And it's hard for you to move when you are, when you are, are, are stuck. It's hard for you to move with all this weight on your shoulders. It's hard for you to move, but God is saying, take it off and lay it aside so that you can move freely. Amen? So you can move freely. It's time to shake the shackles off. Thank you, Jesus. We've got to let it go so that we can grow. Let me say it one more time. We've got to let it go so that we can grow. Somebody say, I must let it go so that I can grow. I must let it go so that I can grow. It's time for you today to stop holding yourself in hostage. It's time for you to, to reveal what's been concealed, the secrets that you left and you put under the cover that you didn't want to deal with it. That stuff is going to eat you up and you'll never get to go where God has called you to go. It's time to let that stuff go. And it's time for you to forgive. Some of you have been holding on to some things for years God is saying it's time to let that stuff go because in this season, God wants to take you somewhere. He wants you to reach the peak, but you can't reach that peak as long as you're hanging on to this stuff in the past. God is saying it's time to let it go. It's time to free yourself and shake the shackles off. Thank you, Jesus. And one more scripture that I want to cover tonight, which is going to be my last scripture, it's going to lead to my closing. It's going to be Luke 6, 45, and it reads, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. A good person produces good things from the tre treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. And some of you may have heard that this part of the scripture before. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak. So I want you to understand, you may walk around and say, uh, I hear you talking about forgiveness and letting go. I've been on let, let that go. But I want you to understand something. If somebody has hurt you, and you go on social media and you, and you see her page and you see his page, or you go to a family reunion and it brings back some kind of memory in your mind, and when you look at her, it takes you back. It's one thing in your mind when you reminisce, but when you relive it, in that moment, that's when it becomes a problem. When you hear a certain song, oh, I remember that song when he, he pulled my skirt up and he touched me. I can't stand him. Again, God is saying it's time to let that go. To reminisce is one thing, but to relive it in that moment when you see them is another thing. When I see her, I just get so, when I see him, I just get so angry because I remember what he did to me. I remember what she said about me. I remember how she bullied me in high school and I just cannot stand her. God is saying, you got to let that go. Again, let me say it one more time. To reminisce is one thing, but to relive it when you see them again, when you see them and to relive it in that moment when you see them, you have a problem. It's time to let that go. It's time to let the pain go. 
It's time to let the hurt go. It's time to let the trauma go. It's time to let go what she did, what he did. And I want you to understand it's not easy. It's not going to be easy to let it go. But with Jesus, you can. You can't do it by yourself. But with Jesus, you can. I can't, but God can. All right. So that's all that I have for y'all tonight. I pray this, this part one has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. And so that's all we have for tonight. So let's, before we end, let's just go ahead and go to a word of prayer. Amen. Father God, God, I thank you so much for this day you have made. God, I thank you for the word that, come, that came forth today, Lord. And God, I ask that right now, Lord God, for those that are listening, Lord God, under the sound of my voice, Lord God, would you speak in through me, Jesus? I pray, Lord God, that they will go to you, Lord God. Allow us to go to you, Jesus, and to shake the shackles off. Allow us to lay aside every weight we've been holding on to from years ago, from last week, from yesterday, from even before we walk into this room. God, allow us to lay those things aside so we can free ourselves and we can excel and go where we need to go. And God, even so, for those that may have done the offense, those that may have done, have done the do, the ones that did the hurting, God, even so, God, allow them to forgive themselves. Allow them to feel, forgive themselves, Holy Spirit. Allow them to let go of this weight, let go of this pain. For God, we want to be free. God, we want to be free. God, we want to have these memories in our mind when we see them, when we go back to that place again. But God, we want to be free. So God, free us up right now in the name of Jesus. We come to you and surrender all. We give our heart to you, God. We give our pain to you. We give the trauma to you. We give what she said, what he said, what she did, and what he did. We give it all over to you right now, Jesus. And we lay aside this weight. So God, as your word says, you are faithful and just to forgive us. God, forgive us, Lord God, for holding on to these things. God, forgive us, Lord God, for hurting the people around us. God, forgive us for you are faithful and just to forgive us. So God, wash us clean right now. Make us whole again. Lift us up, Lord God. And every hung down head, God, raise it up right now in the name of Jesus. God, we surrender all. And God, today, as we go forth, I thank you that we will live in freedom. We will live in liberation. And we will forgive. We will let go. We will shake the shackles off in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And for those that are also watching tonight, I want to give you the opportunity to start the life of Jesus, giving your life over to Christ. So if you would, repeat after me, and I believe this will be the start of this journey for you to follow Jesus. Father God, I admit that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe in your death, burial, and resurrection. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are Lord and Savior. And today, I surrender all. Today, I choose to follow you. Today, I choose to shake the shackles off and look to you. So God, help me, guide me, and restore me. And I thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. So for those that have said that prayer, I believe that you have started something new in your life, and you're going to join the family of Jesus. Amen? Well, that's all that we have for you. So we'll see you next time on the Kingdom Rock Network. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.